0: Hi, Jumpstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick.
1: I'm Julie. And I'm Emma.
0: Amazing. Welcome, one and all. This week, we are talking about all the things that strike our fancy and speaking about them ad nauseum. Julie, what did we talk about this week?
2: Oh my gosh, we talked about the Girl Ghostbusters, which is hilarious, A Whisper of Thunder Force, several podcasts, lots of late night viewing by me about everything, and you didn't watch anything.
0: <laughs> I watch things that... Weren't worth talking about let's be honest <laughs> brooklyn 99 nine for one we obviously talk about drag race and emma puts our knowledge to the test to see if we truly have the correct medal to be drag race reviewers will we succeed according to julie no one succeeds because no one won
2: <laughs> well because i didn't win i don't really
0: care if you win the winner are you our gentle viewers stick around and thank you so much for listening <laughs> oomph 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 takes all over the place takes all over the
2: place what takes all over the place what takes all over the
0: place yes. takes all over the place takes takes all over the place that was perfect amazing so I feel like obviously we operate at different biometric rhythms and we have different perspectives, which is lovely and the grand tapestry of the human <laughs> existence. But I also feel like pushing myself to, let's say, eat vegetables and exercise is averse to my natural biological rhythm. And so I've decided to stop fighting who I am and stop trying to better myself. Meditation doesn't work for me.
2: When did you start trying to better yourself?
0: After I had like he, he eight he tomatoes, tomatoes and then <laughs> threw up. The tomatoes would me throw up tomatoes. and I'm convinced Yeah, Uh, I've had a steady, consistent (laughs) diet of ice cream, Cocoa Krispies, and dairy, and then I decide to cut it with an entire package of tomatoes, and I start vomiting the next day. Coincidence? I think fucking not. I'm done. You just gotta be true to your system. I was doing sit-ups, too, because I was like, whole new me, new me, got the Pfizer (laughs) coursing through my veins, gonna live life, gonna come out of this and be not hot, but not just the Michelin, man. And I did some sit ups and not just like my half hearted arm circles with whatever (laughs) arm isn't currently under my (laughs) resting body and grew up. My body was like, fuck you. No way, Jose. And that's great. Then I had another surge last night where I was like, am I going to buy a Peloton bike? No, I'm going to buy a Nordic track because it's better reviewed. Still $2,000. And then I get to the page to sign out and my credit card information isn't saved. Thank God. So I fall asleep.
2: So you are forbidden from buying a fucking nordic track well uh, forbidden i don't disagree but tell me, at least disagree, but like tell a me pretend why. community at this point right like yeah. you can get on rides with other people they can see you if you want them to you I can compete that. with other people if you want to or not you can watch recorded ones yeah it's something you could do and not hurt yourself i have fallen off of a nordic track before they are not fun <laughs> it's boring right. as shit There aren't, like, different workouts to do for it. First of all, we both know you're not going to do either of them, so I hope you buy a Peloton and (laughs) sell it to me the next year because I'm not spending $2,000 on a bike because I've tried cycling, and it's just not my jam, but I am envious when everyone's like, you guys, we're going to do Cody's Peloton ride at 430 today. I'll see you there. I'm like, I won't be there. I'm
0: sure you can (laughs) illegally download Cody. It's fine. You can do. I don't
2: have a bicycle. What am I supposed to do? Like, sit in my (laughs) house and be like...
0: Well, you could get you could get a nut like a cheaper bike and just have like an iPad or your phone on it.
2: Enough of my life is held together with paper clips at this point. If I'm gonna get a fucking Peloton, I'll get a fucking Peloton. Peloton. That's fine. Can't <laughs> even say it. But no, you are forbidden from getting a Nordic track, a Total Gym, anything that's self motivated. No.
0: Yeah, it's devastating. Especially after I recently blamed all of my illnesses on tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I feel like you need a hot CrossFit buddy or gym buddy. No. See, I like. I, I didn't th- ask you a question. I was you, <laughs> uh, I think. Can I ask you, you need... a question? I didn't ask you a question. So
0: I still belong to a gym because they make it so hard to quit. Oh, me I too. Understand. Crunch till I die. I owe them $7,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you
2: have
0: to sign a fucking. get out
2: of your contract if you bring us a child or your placenta.
0: Like how you turned into, like, the Habsburg family a la 30 Rock. But that's the thing. Like, once I go to gyms, I need to be in a house where or in the parking lot of an emergency room during my re-immersion into society. Because I, anytime my heart starts racing, it is akin to a panic attack. And I'm like, oh, so we're panicking. Party. And then it's not a party. It's me watching videos or playing some mindless game in the bathroom as I'm trying to regulate my breathing.
2: You do work with the public four or five days a (laughs) week.
0: And it's exhausting. Julie, oh, it is I'm exhausting. Sure.
2: I also work with the public. <laughs> I've like basically been running a triathlon every week for the entire pandemic. And this week, part of my body fell off. But I stuck it back on, and everything's cool. <laughs> if there's one beautiful thing. KT tape. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, what holds you together? Paper clips and KT tape.
2: But I was dancing, and I was like, ooh, my calves are bricks. This is going to be tough. Oh, God. And then I felt oh, my calf strain, tear, rip, whatever, but just sort of go, "Ah!" and so (laughs) I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) I had the feeling, should I make a mistake and push off of it again that I was going to, I've torn the plantaris in my other leg and it is awful and I was out for six months and within less than a minute, the story I've told myself is I make my living with my body. Now I no longer can make a living. I will be homeless by summer. I'm going to die alone, (laughs) homeless and penniless on the street, 20 pounds overweight because all I'll get to eat is McDonald's. So I'm like crying, teaching to myself. Like, oh my God, it's over. Life is over, as I know. I can't afford to live my life anymore.
0: That was a sane response. Well done.
2: Within four minutes, I was like, okay, I'm fine. I'll be okay. (laughs) But I immediately go to just tragedy. And I'm like, I've been telling myself the same story since I was born, I think. That as soon as anything goes wrong, I'm going to end up homeless. Living on the street. Eating out of garbage cans. Now I can't even eat vegan. Um, And, you know all alone homeless and penniless 20 pounds overweight no one's ever gonna love me <laughs> I love how the weight factors in at all. it all it's terrible. It's from something that's from something I don't know what it's gonna okay. be I'm gonna die homeless and penniless and 20 pounds overweight no one's ever gonna love me it might be Saturday Night Live I don't know but it's a story I co-opted a long time ago
0: yeah but yes yeah, I've so gained
2: back tons of weight <laughs> eating processed chicken parts
0: I've co-opted Bowen Yang's iceberg sketch from this past SNL and that is <laughs> the entirety of my personality now <laughs>
2: I don't understand why it's funny. I don't know why I liked it so much. I don't know why I watched it four times. I mean, I know I love Bowen Yang,
0: but please tell me. Like, next superstar, like, I feel like there was a four-year period where it was either Kristen Wiig or uh, Kate McKinnon or uh, Megan. What's her name? She was in Ghostbusters. No. No, God. You need to cool it. (laughs) She wasn't a cast member, but she was... Melissa McCarthy, every time she was on, she got nominated for, like, a guest feature in Emmy. Bowen Yang should be one of those people who just, like, always gets an Emmy nomination because he is absolutely brilliant to take this fucking Titanic sketch as the iceberg and turn it into what it was brilliant if you haven't seen it yet please go watch it but he's wearing this like styrofoam coiffed iceberg on his head and then just like it feels like a mom and me pageant top and bedazzled blazer and he's just going in about what it feels like to be hit by the Titanic after he was coerced he wanted to talk about his album so fucking ridiculous but so fucking funny (laughs)
2: He was so committed. It was so funny. And then I don't know if you saw the last one when he uh, was talking about the Asian hate that was going on. So, like, smart and funny and moving. And then Las Culturistas, they, I guess they record on Sunday night, and um, they said he and Matt got on the call, and he just burst into tears and said, I I just can't. And so they didn't have Las Culturistas last week because he was just, I, I can't imagine how much love and hate was sent his way, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: and both can be almost equally overwhelming right definitely do you think and so now i'm gonna get petty because we talked about something serious and now i'm feeling itchy do you think that matt feels a lot of resentment towards bowen for being the one who got an snl right
2: 100 they talk about it openly
0: do they They,
2: yeah they both made it to like the next round and then they were like no thank you and then you want to hear how petty i am Matt Rogers is like, I have to have rhinoplasty. It's not elective anymore. I have a cyst. I was like, I have a cyst. <laughs> but I looked it up and it is a real thing, but <laughs> come on. That seems a little sketch, doesn't it?
0: It's uh, I mean, also comedy is like the beautiful world in which being conventionally attractive can almost be a hindrance in a sense. Like if you're too pretty, people don't find you as funny.
2: Is that true? From personal
0: experience. <laughs> That I'm funnier because I look so odd.
2: I find John Hamm hilarious.
0: There, are, okay, Josh Hargitay's a...
2: husband, whose name I have no idea, hot and funny.
0: Okay, there are some exceptions. Chris Hemsworth in our
2: movie of the week.
0: Oh, <laughs> hilarious, he was so funny. Yeah. So I
2: don't know what you're talking about. We just well, don't let up. the good-looking people do the funny stuff because it's not fair. Well, I will
0: say that those are like extreme with the exception of Mariska Hargaday's husband. I think he's a little bit lower than the Chris Hemsworth John Hams of the Attractive. Those are like peak God tier attractive. What are
2: you talking about? He's attractive, but he's not He's not a demigod. I would say he's more attractive than John Ham, minus the fact that their first date he took her to church. Bleh. Bleh. Sorry, <laughs> Fuck you and your magical wizard. Um. um down. <laughs> I will not
0: lighten love, lighten love. <laughs> it's not like they're Scientologists; oh. they're just Christian.
2: Can we just talk about the Leah Remini uh, podcast where they have guests on and they never let anyone speak? But it's really, really good about Scientology.
0: <laughs> is she is this Trixie and Katya's podcast?
2: No, Does Leah get- Remini has a real Scientology podcast with the guy Amazing. from her show. And this week, they had the old executive director on. I think he got to speak maybe a minute and a half in an hour and a half long (laughs) episode (laughs) of the podcast. Um, But very, I mean, oh. And then did you see Jenna, Dharma, and Greg, what's her name? Elfman. Jenna Elfman being interviewed on People, and they asked her about Scientology, and she's like, you know, why would I spend my time looking up negative things? Because you're not allowed to look at the internet if you're a Scientologist. Like, you Hmm. can't find out about any of that stuff. So, oh. It's diabolical. We got to get their tax exempt status taken away. Gen and I think actually. with this podcast, we're just starting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting go of Marisha Harsgate's husband, Peter Herman. I should know that for my love of SPU. <laughs> oh, my God. Nick, you're on drugs. You are on. I mean, you are. On I drugs. am. Yeah,
0: I'm legitimately on drugs. I am, I am legitimately tax
2: on, 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 on drugs.
0: drugs. My name's got <laughs> No, he's attractive. Yes, he's very attractive.
2: He's really attractive. Maybe not there. I don't understand how really
0: is better than very.
2: (laughs) Well, that's what's wrong with you. So anyway, (laughs) he is mighty attractive. It's the tall, dark, and handsome and funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I would say Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth and John Hamm are
2: just hotter, though. (gasps) Yes, and at least John Ham has like improv training. I, of course, did some research what on a Ghostbusters, giant penis. and Chris Hemsworth had had no training about improv, and he was so worried and surprised. He was amazing.
0: <laughs> so, should we talk about Ghostbusters then? Uh, I, we can talk about anything you want. Let's yes. fucking go for What'd
2: it. What do you think of Ghostbusters?
0: It was a delight. So it felt that much more delightful because we were forced to watch about fifteen minutes of the bank, which um, snooze fest, total snooze fest. We were. At our parents' house, obviously where I live and Emma visits, and <laughs> my dad wanted to watch Mank, which is the story about Mankiewicz, the writer of Citizen Kane. Right? Yeah, I obviously didn't get too much into it. I was busy taking alcohol breaks. Um, but so we had that little prelude, which was exhausting, and then we dive into Ghostbusters, which so fucking funny. My God, I don't know why it didn't do better. I don't know why it wasn't better reviewed. It was pretty. Yes, well you
2: reviewed. do. Misogyny, sexism, racism, done.
0: Well, sure. There you go. And I do feel like so many people didn't give it credit because they were like, this is a Charlie's Angel situation where they're just creating all these decisions to be PC. And it's like, no, there are four funny women and they're all extremely talented. And it's a laugh riot. And Chris Hemsworth is hilarious in it. All the original Ghostbusters having their cameos in it. The CGI was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought they were really funny. I think that uh, Kate McKinnon is hilarious. I think that Leslie Jones... I mean, obviously, Melissa McCarthy is a fucking star. I just... I I know that this is the... Wasn't this the premiere where Leslie Jones couldn't get anything to wear? And Christian was like, I'll dress you. I
0: think so. And she just gets so much
2: hate, and I just love her so much. If you are not following her on Instagram or Twitter, she watched King Kong versus uh, Godzilla this weekend... And so she does it in the weirdest way. She like holds up her phone, like with her hand, not with like a steady camera, anything. And just like yells on top of it. (laughs) It's the best thing ever. And then she asked everybody last week, like on every platform, should I have a podcast? And if so, what should I name it? Would you also listen to it? And it's like, Leslie, I would listen to you read the fucking phone book. (laughs) She is hilarious. Some of her line readings were hilarious. I hate that Chris Helmsworth. It was so funny. I did not hate that at
0: all. Um, and I do remember reading somewhere that he was hilarious. But I will just say about Leslie Jones, literally, she's one of those people. And I feel like Bowen Yang is sort of in that category, too. Not quite at that level yet, because Leslie's been doing it for so many years. But anything she does or says is just immediately uproarious. Not just chuckle. It is
2: guffaw. A guffaw.
0: And then, yeah, Kate McKinnon, she like to have someone play like a pretty narrow interpretation of a personality and do it so successfully throughout <laughs> the entire Thing was absolutely hilarious. Kristen Wiig is a straight woman. Great. Melissa McCarthy, amazing.
2: All right, let's rate Ghostbusters, shall we? Into the chat. (laughs) Let me know when you're ready. Ready. Nick.
0: Ready. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready.
2: Wow, you guys were so (laughs) close. If you look at the official score, a perfect 92, which I got. (laughs) Emma just a whisper above at 93, and Nick 94. Solid work. Solid work. Right? <laughs> I am proud of all of us. So I definitely will rewatch Ghostbusters. Lots of funny parts.
1: Oh yeah. I know. I still I'm surprised it took me so long to watch it. Like I just I of course I would hang out with those four women all day every day anytime. Oh my like God. what why what was I waiting for?
2: <laughs> I do not know. Yeah. But uh well I I don't even know if you've checked this Instagram uh of yours yet, the one that I communicate with you on. <clears throat> <Literally. clears throat> but Thunder Force came out this weekend also, which is Melissa McCarthy and her bestie Octavia Spencer in another sci-fi movie. And I wrote, hey, you guys want to watch this? Then I did and Rebecca said, oh, no, it's awful. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but just, you know, they're like likable people that you just mm-hmm. have fun being around. Did they move to Arkansas and grow a leaf I've never heard of? No. Um, was it life altering? <laughs> also no. But it was super cute. Very funny. The guy who did the tour at the beginning, he's so fucking annoying. I love him. Nathan Wood, I think, is his name. Yeah, he was
0: the uh, super annoying string bean guy from The Office, right? Mm -hmm. Who dated Aaron. So
2: many things I'm missing by not watching The Office, but I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, Where would you rate it between this and Kate and... uh, uh... Barb and Star? Yes.
0: Um, I would rate this higher, I think. Really? Yeah what do you think marginally um,
1: hmm.
0: do the entire script
2: oh no <laughs> just some quotes are you still looking at my screen people yeah you're yeah.
1: sharing
2: it okay now the whole scene was so stupid with the with the dog with chris helmsworth hemsworth he's like would it be okay if i bring my cat to work sometimes he has major anxiety problems they're like you know what I would love to let your cat live here with you, but I have a pretty severe cat allergy. He's like, oh, I don't have a cat. He's a dog. His name's Mike Hat. <laughs> your dog's name is Mike Hat. Mike Hat. Your dog's name is Mike. Last name Hat. Well, his full name is Michael Hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he has the glasses on and there's no lenses.
1: <laughs> Answer the phone. I can't. It's in the aquarium. <laughs> the one that's. <laughs> He's a spent great. Several seconds trying to get the phone out of the aquarium at the beginning.
2: I know. I just don't. And it was directed and partially written by Paul Feig. You guys are Freaks and Geeks fans as well, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Also, right from yeah.
1: The Office.
2: Just saying. Why don't I like The Office? How much how much have,
0: of a how much have you it?
2: watched? I would
0: say eight or nine episodes <laughs> of the first season.
2: Yeah. No, I just randomly picked episodes from each <laughs> okay. season. Okay. The first. Hope th- you understand. You,
0: you just get, get past season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to just get past season one.
2: I feel
1: like season one's only been. like eight episodes.
2: Okay. I did tell you I watched The British Office and I loved it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. The American Office is different.
2: <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And then the one guy is a Baha'i person. Why do I care about everyone's religious beliefs?
1: I don't Which know. guy is Baha'i? Dwight. Oh, yeah. Rain Wilson in real
0: life. IRL. Yes. <laughs> IRL. Okay. Whatever. Get past season one. Get halfway through season two. It's sort of like Parks and Rec where you had to get past the first one and a half seasons to really like it.
2: I mean, I hope I love it like you guys do. Like when someone tells me I've decided to watch New Girl because you guys talk about it all the time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you. You haven't seen it yet. You don't know what I know. It's so great. Do you think I'll get that feeling with The Office?
0: Yes, Julie, you've got two choices. You can either watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer or push through and watch two full seasons of The Office. That's all. That's all I'm asking.
2: I tried community.
0: Demanding, actually. That's fine. Community is not as good. They're like, there's some laugh riot. Truly guffaw central, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, I trust you guys.
1: And seasons like three and four, maybe five, but three and four are ones we're rewatching now with the podcast, the Office Ladies podcast, which is great. Um, And yeah, they're just, they're like solid gold. Oh my God. Season four is so fun.
2: My niece loves it. She loves The Office.
1: She also
0: and she's loves not friends. unique. Everyone loves The Office, and I also love Friends. And I'm sorry. I, well, I I sorry. just
2: your white privilege is showing all over the place.
0: So. I mean, persist like <laughs> constantly. What can I do?
2: You're gonna have to talk to your wizard friends about that. I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> I'm not religious. <laughs> well, I was gonna say between you and your God, but I didn't wanna.
0: So my wizard, my gay wizard. <gasps> yeah, Gandalf the Grey. It's my wizard. <laughs>
2: I know, maybe that's my last frontier though. Might be the Lord of the Rings movies cuz I've never watched those either. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah those I happen. like <laughs> they're, they're pretty great. Yeah. Sometimes if I just want high octane stuff, I'll watch an hour of their battle scenes
2: and that's half of it. <laughs> Not me. Well, Thunder Force, I got to tell you, is written by and directed by her husband, Ben Falcone. Oh. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's such sad. It's such a miss. They are yeah. ador- she's adorable. He's adorable. Octavia Spencer is great. There are some really funny parts to it. Jason Bateman plays a half crab person, crab man. Sure. He's a mutant. Um, He's got some really funny scenes. I do love that they are taking like super hot guys and, you know, objectifying them.
0: Yeah, what Hollywood is. What Hollywood is doing with really attractive men is fascinating these days because they are literally turning the tables and making them like these bimbo characters that are traditionally played by women. And that's lovely. Or they're casting these super nice guys and promising young women, and it's like nice guys are sometimes the fucking worst. Sorry, I brought
2: it in there. I know. Carrie Mulligan was on SNL. That's I what. only saw the skit with Kate McKinnon as like the creepy high school. As the boy. dude yeah. and Eddie really <laughs> Bryant as her creepy friend. Not that yeah. not creepy, but like dorky guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and that was funny. That was.
2: Was the rest of it good? Did you watch it? No,
0: I only watched those two sketches. Interestingly (laughs) enough.
2: (laughs) Me too. YouTube knows me so well. Ah, same. Did you see that Trixie and Katya watched Selling Sunset this week? No. (laughs) Did not. No. (laughs) Two worlds (laughs) colliding, and they could never tear us (laughs) apart. So you know, I get up on Saturday mornings. I listen to Love It or Leave It. Because I love it. I don't want to leave it. <laughs> then I wait around. No: nice. Usually around noon, Trixie and Katya drop with whatever they're watching. It the last week, and they didn't watch anything. But I don't know what's coming. And they said, we're watching Selling Sunset. I was like, <laughs> And they loved it. They loved it in just <laughs> the right way. Oh, it was so satisfying. I Which one's s- Selling Sunset again? The women wearing skin-tight clothes and 17-inch heels selling property in um, L.A.'s Sunset Strip with the two dwarf brothers who are little short guys. I
0: I appreciate how you fought through your immediate initial disappointment when your entire face dropped. And then you're like, okay, well, let's just
2: tell you what it is. I feel like we watched it. I know I watched it. This might have been when I was all alone watching (laughs) The Circle. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen Selling Sunset. Yes, we did. Chriselle is on it, who is the wife of Justin from This Is Us. And while the show is filming, he gets divorced from her by text. You told us about it.
1: Yeah. You didn't well, have us didn't
2: watch, watch it. it. I don't know what it <laughs> to do with you. Christine is the Uber villain. Oh, my God. It's so good. If you are looking for some eye candy to watch, like, beautiful properties and super thin, inappropriately dressed real estate agents who I, I don't think sell one thing in three seasons... It's totally worth it. Except so their good. bodies. <laughs> I mean they really do look like high-priced call girls. And one of the parties that they throw, I don't know if you guys watch a lot of real estate shows, but you got to have a gimmick at the open house is Botox and burgers. So you can come and like get a little Botox. Oh my god. Eat a burger <laughs> and then like see the house.
1: They uh. never sold a property? Nope. Why do they just keep getting shows? They're not very successful.
2: So, the million dollar listing people who are real Realtors all said they've never seen any of those women at any, (laughs) anything that the brothers who own the real estate firm are the real deal, but that these women are TV stars. Now, Christine who is the lead villain (laughs) says all that's not true. They do know her. She knows Josh flag. She knows Josh Altman. She knows the Altman brothers. There's a video of her in an open house of an episode, of million dollar listing. I mean, I don't know these people. I don't (laughs) care.
0: I mean, don't too, you seem to know very
2: much, a lot right. about them. Sorry, it's true. I've
0: been learning French, so I've been saying very much instead of you know,
2: beaucoup. Oh, are you back on your Duolingo? Are you?
0: I've decided to learn French. It caught my attention. I decided to learn South Korean for like a second. We talked about it, but I'm still going strong in the French.
2: Fantastic. The French. I took three years of French, and the last year was a sub who didn't speak French. Sure. And she had a stuffed frog. Like a submissive. Possibly, and Ooh. she would just lay it all around the room and go, Oui la grenouille, and we would say la a sur la tête, la <laughs> a sur la table, la <laughs> a sur la fenêtre. So I can tell you where a stuffed frog is in a room, and that is all.
0: <laughs> it can be very helpful. Well, speaking of RuPaul, should we talk about Drag Race? No, I have like Anybody thirty know, other things. things. <laughs> okay, let me get some water real quick.
1: Nick watched two SNL skits in a movie, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm tapped.
2: My tweet of the week, which I'm gonna think think we should start a reoccurring segment. Tweet of Love
1: the week it. does it have a sound. We need to get. A sound. Oh
2: no, but it needs one. Like, uh, hold on.
1: <laughs>
2: yes, I know that's a rooster, but I like its sound. I we'll like work on that. <laughs> All right, so my tweet of the week is from L Genius Randy Quaid, who said, "What was at Matt Gates trying to expose just before he was assaulted by fake news? Think about it." <laughs>
0: I love it. (laughs) Have you heard the new conspiracy theory that like Hillary Clinton and other people harvest children for youth-saving
2: serums? That's not new.
1: No. That's like the basis of QAnon.
2: That's what Pizzagate is. Heard. God.
1: (laughs) If you took any of Julie's podcast recommendations, you would have heard Dax Shepard talk to the conspiracy guy about it.
0: Interesting.
2: Hmm. Oh, my God. David Feria! this week was about cannibalism. I couldn't go there. And he talked to a real-life cannibal because... Murder is illegal in wherever he was, but not eating dead people. That is a lot.
1: You listen yeah, to so, it? so
2: no, I started to till they told us, and they were like, this can get kind of graphic. I was like, bye-easy-bye. See you guys next <laughs> week. So, uh, but Armchair and Dangerous with David Ferrier and Deck Shepard and Monica Padman, other than this week, has been fascinating. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about eating people and what it was like. And yeah. I watched the movie Alive. Did you guys see that? No. <gasps> oh my god, so this was during the <laughs> Ethan Hawke phase of my life sure. which was pretty long so like, White Fang Dead Poets Society um, Oh, what else is in He's so crazy Anyway, I was just, I worshipped him, I loved him His beautiful, beautiful skin, and his pretty, pretty face and This is before he ruined Uma Thurman's life Anyway, so he was in a movie called Alive So I'm like, oh my god it's not me. It's here. So it was about these soccer players It's a true story They crash landed in the Andes and they had to end up eating their dead friends to stay alive. Sure, yeah. That's Different, a true story. True story. Yeah. I've read a book about it.
0: I've I read, read the, the book. Wikipedia it's called
2: article. Alive. Um, <laughs> so then they're like, you know, cutting butt meat and putting it on the airplane to cook so they can eat it. And so, of course, oh these people are older than us, but still alive and just have had to live with like that for all these years. But anyway, Ethan Hawk played one of the soccer players. <laughs> so I saw it a lot Because <laughs> oh I, I loved him very very very
1: <laughs> You saw it a lot
2: There was a year that I lived in Chicago After I dropped out of college And before I found my life in service um, And I had no friends And super introverted I was taking an improv class on the regular And then I would go see movies And then I'd mostly just cry So <laughs> if a live was playing I was go- At the music box I'm going to go see it whenever I wanted Because <laughs> Ethan Hawke was my friend
1: even when you fry up some butt meat. God.
2: It's a really good movie. I mean, they do get seen.
1: <laughs> but Why I do have a vivid memory of him, like,
2: digging into the butt and they're like, don't uh, eat my sister. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, Emma, if you were dead, well, more likely, Nick, if you were dead because <laughs> you had a panic attack as the plane went down, sure, sure, sure. Would you want us to eat you? To stay alive? Yeah, that's fine. No, just for shits and giggles. Yes. <laughs>
0: Did stay alive? Sure. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh, Gattaca, Ethan Hawk, or Jude Law? Who? Tell me. Tell me. Who? <laughs> was that Was Christian Bale not in that?
0: No. Oh, my bad. Oh, my corporate. God.
2: <laughs> Another alabaster skin boy that I also enjoyed.
0: <laughs> okay, so there's someone that I follow on Twitter and have for quite some time that is obsessed with like selling sunset before sunset, after sunset, around before sunset. Sunrise. What? Yes, yes. Okay. Ethan no. Hawke
2: movies with Julie Delphi, Before Sunrise, Before Midnight, and Before Sunset.
0: Okay. Good?
2: Yeah, they're just like, yes, they are exactly what you would imagine. You would dream what happened to Emma and the guy from Montreal after they Kirk. made out, that they would just go get coffee and stay up all night and have great conversations. It feels like you're peeking in on someone's relationship. It's very sweet. I love, I love them very. <laughs> they are some of my favorite pretend friends from the late 90s, early on.
0: Okay, so this is a new segment that I'm introducing right now. Spontaneous question attack. Julie, and McGregor, or Ethan Hawke?
2: Now or when I was madly in love with them?
0: <laughs> no parameters.
2: Well, if it's uh, no parameters. Well, if it's now, it's and McGregor because Ethan Hawke's getting weird and and McGregor's like riding a bike around the world. Oh, so sexy. <laughs> At their peak? God, like, reality bites. Ethan Hawke was it for me. That's probably before your time. Have you guys yeah, seen that?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No.
2: Nick has no, not. not. He was, like, super creative, save me, like the James Deany kind of guy, and sweaty and smarter than everyone, the only person who could define irony. You know, you're like, oh, my <laughs> God. But the Julie that I am now is, like, get a job, wash your hair, and shut up. <laughs> the truth is, you, have, you probably need some ADD medication, and this isn't romantic anymore. You and McGregor. They are both significantly shorter than me, which takes them out of the dream category, but... Heard.
1: I How short know. are they?
2: I, well, they like had to break nine, Ethan's probably. legs in Gattaca to make him a couple inches taller, so I don't think either one of them is 5'9". I know Ewan McGregor is shorter than I am, as I've told you the story before. Mm-hmm. When we met <laughs> in the street, we did not make out, but... Ethan
0: Hawke is 5'10 half.:
2: That is not true. Okay. <laughs>
0: Fair. Ewan McGregor is
2: five eight and a half. No. I, I'm tell I stood next to Ethan Ewan McGregor. Facts he had on Julie's facts. boots, like cowboy <laughs> boots with a heel, and I was wearing sneakers and I towered.
0: Okay. All right. And maybe just six. in my memory, I'm humongous.
2: I'm five ten. Are you five ten? Oh, okay. I mean I'm shrinking, so I could be five and nine and a half, but I am I mean, it says I'm 5'10 of my driver's license, so it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> my driver's license looks like a
0: proof of life photo.
2: Okay, we've, we've run off on a tangent, and I know we don't have all day. Um, so I just want to say I did fall into the Tom Holland universe this week all right. by watching Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man Homecoming, which I had to, like, get stars for. But anyway, <laughs> I never understood what the deal was, but he's great. I love him so much. What a cutie. And I could totally see him as Billy Elliott. Spider-Man, Far From Home, really good. Jake Gyllenhaal, but really, really good. And Into the Spider-Verse is amazing what he's done in that. Today, (laughs) and this will be my last thing, I promise. Today, um, the Mom Network, which is run by Alaska and Willem, premiered their newest podcast called You Want to Be on Top? Starring the host of one Miss Shea (gasps) Coulee. Oh, my God. is, Is it about tops? It's about America's Next Top Model. Oh. Still fun. Still so fun. She's not Still doing fine. season by season. She's doing, I don't know, this week Nicole Byer was on. They talked about the fashion. They just kind of course. like set up what life was like in two thousand and three when ANTM started. But yeah. Shay was great. That's and i so Love her. So if you want to support wow. Shay Coulee, it's called You Wanna Be On Top, just drop today, which whatever day this is when you listen to it, it's dropping that day too. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's all I've got now. Nick, you didn't watch nothing else?
0: So, I mean, here's the thing. It's unfair, and you do have an advantage because you do not sleep a wink ever. Um, So our rates of consumption are so differently skewed. I have been watching things that I can fall asleep to, which is pretty much anything, which right now is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Ghostbusters, and...
1: 15 Minutes of Mank.
0: (laughs) 15 Minutes of Mank and uh, Drag Race. And YouTube. And YouTube, for sure, obviously. Duh. Man, come on.
2: (laughs) Well, great. I just (laughs) didn't want to make sure you didn't have any recommendations. People should know about that.
0: I recommend that you care for yourself and others and (laughs) you look internally and find joy within your heart. But I didn't watch anything else. Well, you did watch Drag Race, though, right? Obviously. Yes, duh. Oh, nice. Segway. Let's do it. Your
2: attitude. Pick it to the runway, runway, it to the runway, runway. Have the a girl. Put hey, your face in the walk. Head to toe. Let your whole body uh-huh. talk. Well, I like that one better. All right, so what Some were your thoughts on the episode of
0: Lucky? So I felt lucky to watch it. I felt, no, it was, I, it went as expected and that there's going to be a top four again. I don't think any of us were under any illusions that it was going to be different than that.
2: I mean, I was ready for Candy to get going, weren't you? Well, we were. Did you all think were. she
0: was going to? No, I figured that because I heard that they're going to be doing a live finale, I think from you last podcast. And, but that has been confirmed that they won't be doing like a Zoom finale. It's going to be a live. Is that finale. true? Yeah.
2: But Who's going reunion? to be there?
0: Tough to say. But a Zoom reunion, correct. So I feel like they're going to go back to season nine type things and season 11, where it's going to be like the the singing duos or the lip syncing duos
2: right with a wheel
0: correct yeah oh my god got mick crash
2: she did way better this episode than i thought again i think it's her bullshit of like i don't i just don't know if i can do it and i I just have to try really hard and you're like okay we've fallen for this 37 times now you are great at everything you can absolutely do this yeah yeah, I mean, I don't think that she
0: has the confidence in herself that she is great in everything. So I do believe she's genuinely surprised, but she's still so skilled. Honestly, it is a race between Gottmik, Simone, and Rose. I can see any of them winning.
2: Well, they already did like the hashtag team whoever, and yeah. Simone's winning with like one hundred and fifty thousand, and Simone's right or Gottmik's right behind it, like one hundred and thirty-five, and then Rose's got like. 120, and then Candy's got, like, 60,000. Seven. (laughs) She's not doing well. Seven
0: people not doing it at all.
2: Which I'm sure would be hurtful, right? But.
0: Would be her fault or
2: hurtful? Hurtful. Hurtful. (laughs) I mean, both. And her fault. I mean, look at this picture. Here she is. We in the top boat. (laughs) Don't worry. There's only 110. (laughs) Uh, By the way, the rule from now on is when Simone cries, we all cry. Now. (laughs) Yeah. Do so we think that anybody was looking at RuPaul's outfit thinking, I wonder how this will look with the rest of the room? That's a lot. <laughs> For those of you who pinks can't see it, it's a yellow suit with bright pink flowers and a pink button-down shirt and pink glasses.
0: I just want to look like a watermelon tularine, and <laughs> I want to look like <laughs> banana boat double bubble yama bubble.
2: So they, the four queens find out they're going to have to be part of Lucky. They're going to have to make up their own verse. They're going to have to learn to dance with
0: Jamal. I will say makes love of Jamal is super endearing. Is it?
2: Because makes like 12.
1: makes <laughs> <laughs> excitement overall really won me over this episode. She's like, look at you, just still so happy to be here. I love that.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't Calm know down. what it is. I want to like her. I'm rooting for the first trans person to win. I feel yeah. like her gorge and all of that is like a little bit affected and like not actually how she talks. It's a little Laganja Estranja for me.
1: Yeah, it is on that spectrum for sure. Right?
2: Michelle could be like, well, that's not how you talk. We've heard you talk like this. And she's like, everything is gorgeous.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Perhaps I give it a little, because I totally agree. I think maybe I give it a little more credence, because she's basically assumed a new identity that's more correct. And this is perhaps a chosen vocal pattern that feels more in line with her body.
2: So we go to the Tic Tac (laughs) lunches with RuPaul and Michelle, (laughs) which are embarrassing. So they ask uh, Gottmik the derivation of their name, and Gott is part of the last name, which is Gottlieb, and Mick was part of her dead name, so she switched her. it around to Gottmik. But that her nice. her boy name is now Cade, and yeah. um, RuPaul says that sounds like a porn name. She, and and he says that's where I got it. <laughs> You're <clocking on> TV. <laughs> then we hear Rose's really inspiring immigration story from Scotland <laughs> to Houston. But the most loving family a white person has ever had. (laughs) Brave. So brave. (laughs) Did you guys watch Untucked? Yeah. I think so. And got to see Rosé's brother. Yes. (laughs) That's the most I liked Rosé, was her brother. But um, (laughs) Talks about her first time singing and how her parents, they love Rosé. They live for Rosé. It's like Candy was in prison with her mother. Yeah. Different. Different. Different experiences. How <laughs> come Candy? She wants to watch that Andy Warhol documentary about Candy Darling, and it was a muse, and so she wanted to be Candy Muse, and Kevin, A.K. And huh.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do not dislike Candy Muse. I just do not want Candy Muse to win. And I also don't like Candy Muse.
2: <laughs> well, did you watch Untucked last week where she had her panic attack? Yeah, I felt... Honestly,
0: this is a testament to... How fickle I can be. I was like, honestly, girl, pull yourself together. I remember <laughs> trying to get that standing up.
2: The empathy oozing from you. And then she went up and, and turned it. Out comes Simone looking like just a little baby. And then RuPaul asked like the therapy question, like, what do you think we think of you? I think you guys think I'm fierce. And when I round the corner, I just feel the energy from the judges panel. And RuPaul's like you have the power within you all the time, Dorothy. <laughs> I mean, do you think
0: RuPaul is a cult leader? Because these are very cult leader type things. You obviously are
2: the expert. I think RuPaul is high as a kite this week. He's laughing hysterically. <laughs> He's just loving everybody. They're just cracking him up. You know, girls, I, you know, my advice to you is you're a star and don't read the comments <laughs> about yourself because it's not worth it. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, know what's going know. on with RuPaul. Who do you think did most successfully in the interviews?
2: Got Mick, I think RuPaul is up Mick's ass. Yeah. <laughs> it seems genuine.
0: Yeah, that's sort of what made me feel like... Because I'm always mining for the producer's angle rather than watching the show, which is annoying. I should stop doing that. But I was like, she's never been on the bottom. She's clearly beloved by the team. This feels like it could be her season.
2: I mean, I thought they kept her out of the bottom on purpose because I thought her original... Uh, lip Sync was not great, yeah, Exactly. she does great today in the Lip Syncs. So Lucky. we get to the performance of the Lucky Song. Which, how do you feel about? <laughs> I mean, the lyrics the are amazing. Pussy on fire. Um, I, have I mean, really I will say, weird... pussies,
0: my pussy's on fire, now kiss the flame. Genius.
2: Here are my issues. They're technical <laughs> issues. Rose looks okay. like she has a full beard and is horribly lit. Same thing with Simone. You could I couldn't really see them. You know what I mean? So it looked cool. Got Mick looks amazing. I don't know why she's like focusing on a waist so tight when I don't think she's wearing a corset, except when she's playing her Paris Sultan character, but she looks amazing. I thought she was fun. I thought
1: everybody was good. Yeah, I did too. It was a good one.
2: No, I was telling Emma, it's like everyone's
0: going back to the '70s, and RuPaul was like, "I'm gonna go fucking '60s, bitch." I, it's like they didn't watch the "Say My Name" video more than to like draw inspiration from it, because you don't light the queens in the same color that the background is. No, which is exactly what they did. It's like, oh, you're in a purple room. Here's a purple fucking light.
2: I did love how our um, congratulations, you number one, that choreography <laughs> got in there. I was like, yes. Step touch with a with pumped up. Yes.
0: Okay, so rate the verses.
2: I think Got Mick, and then I liked Rose's rap better than her singing. So Got Mick, Rose's rap, Simone, Rose's singing, Candy Muse. You? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Same. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank God forbid She put all of Rose at second. <laughs> 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 Simply cannot. <laughs>
2: I cannot. <laughs> so we get to the runway. Uh, here comes Mick. This look is amazing. It's done. really good. The mouth yeah, makeup is distracting.
0: Yeah, it does look like she's a giant septic sore <laughs> there. But other than that, it's fine. I mean, she's Cruella de realness. And it's amazing. I do think it's inspired to have the spots of flesh both yes. in the dress and the makeup. She looks so fun. She is so
2: smart. And I certainly wouldn't want to follow that. And if I did, it would not be with this half-assed Star Trek nonsense <laughs> that Candy Muse is pulling out.
0: So who is Candy Muse? Because like from what I've seen for her this entire season, this is not her, her as a drag queen. This feels very much like the pocket sort of situation. This is her best drag.
2: Maybe this is I didn't have a lot of money to get everything together and I borrowed things from people that they lent me. I think Fair, that but might for have been best expensive. drag... Well, her best drag was supposed to be that dress that she ended up wearing as her train dress. Remember, she said, this is going to be my final drag, and I had a train that covered the stage, but instead I'm going to use it now, thinking she wasn't going to make it to the end. So I think she ran out of clothes. All right. I mean, that's not an excuse. This outfit is not great. She's wearing a leotard with mesh over it. But her hair's cool, and her makeup looks good. (laughs) All right. I'm going to let you start with Rose's outfit. Emma, thoughts?
1: I mean, I don't think anyone thinks it's great. I don't think anyone expected (laughs) Rosé to do better than this. Yeah, so...
2: Rosé thinks she is the shit. She does. She thinks she is amazing. This is not... She has not worn anything flattering the entire season.
0: I mean, she was true to her brand, which is wearing things that swallow her Mm -hmm. and she did the same thing here except instead of ruffles and loofahs it's just this looks like it would fit lawrence cheney comfortably it doesn't feel like it was shaped out for her body the padding that she's doing to give this hourglass just gives you sort of like a russian nesting doll that's melted
1: yeah
2: and it looks like it weighs a thousand pounds
1: yeah it's yeah her slow walking doesn't help I'm sure it probably does. I mean, I wonder if that's real tartan, because that's
2: no. Heavy. She walks away very quickly. Does she? She's trying to be dramatic. <laughs> she does. She's trying to do that like slow pageant, so and then free. walk away fast. But then like the black lace gloves with the white bat, I don't get any of it.
0: Ooh, it could have been cool if she wore like a traditional male Scottish kilt sort of situation with the long hair and just been like, Ooh, "You want me the way you make me feel inside."
1: Like she's not quite that fashion clever <laughs> to make that look good.
2: Maybe Simone is though because she, she looks Simone amazing. 100% would be, yes. This thing
0: this is, is gorgeous. This is what Meghan McCain wishes she could be.
1: <laughs> hair Having wise. those
0: sort of yeah, hair wise um, and body wise. Who knows? She looks absolutely stunning. Why
2: just to bring There's, up Meghan McCain when Simone's on? <laughs>
0: Do you <laughs> see her hair? It looks like what Meghan McCain is trying. Yes,
2: I know. But I had let go my evil story about Meghan McCain. <laughs> and, you, I <laughs> and this is Gigi Good's mom. Gigi Good's mom. The only thing I would say, and this is a 10 out of 10, is if she had a cincher on. Cinched waist, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But she's like, fuck you, Julie. I don't need it. And I'm like, you know what, Simone? You're right, you don't. <laughs> so then we roll out the inner child pictures, and I could not give less of a shit. I will say Candy looked so cute. Nick, what would you say to two-year-old Nick? This is him.
0: I would say, "Live your blonde ambition now, because it's going to turn brown." I was blonde as a. Yeah, I figured baby. that out all by myself. Did Next you get it? Extra <laughs> clues there, Nancy Drew. You're welcome. You're so welcome.
2: I mean, this is just so annoying. Please cry on camera. I hate it. I don't like this part. The kids are adorable. Candy in the little paint cans. Oh, my God. She should have worn this outfit as her best drag. Baby Got Mick, adorable. Baby Reggie, I can't take it.
0: What do you mean? Baby Reggie looks the same as adult
2: Reggie. I know. <laughs> so they're getting ready to lip sync. All four of them. But I don't like, know this song. Individually. Do you know this song? I learned From The right. Best. Nope. Whitney Houston?
0: No, I don't. I live it every day, though, with you guys. <laughs>
2: So I thought Simone killed it, and I thought Gottmik did great, and I thought Candy did fine, and I don't know what Rosé is doing. Your thoughts?
0: I thought Candy's was the weakest. She always looks like she's about to cry whenever she's lip syncing, which I find interesting. It's like her way of showing emotion and intensity is just to be like, "Mm." it's like she's constipated. Gottmik did better than I anticipated. Simone did amazing. I do not think Rosé was poor.
2: Yes, you do. <laughs> Purdue chicken. I mean, she's so musical theatery and so projecting to the back of the room. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, which I still thought was more effective than Candy Muse. I still put her third.
2: Oh, Emma. Fair. Wrong again. <laughs> it's heartbreaking when you just feel bad for you when those things happen. So next week's the reunion. Yes. The only preview I remember is Tamisha Aman saying, "Candy and I will never be friends."
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Seems like facts.
2: Tamisha, Amon, it's coming. What are you? I hope it's spicy because the spicy ones are fun. But I think it's really hard on Zoom. Everyone looks so weird. They're going to be so overdressed for their living rooms because last time remember, we remember, like some of them were singing outside and some of them were inside. And
1: yeah, wasn't that what do, just like on a random hill somewhere in <laughs> Missouri? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Poor Widow Von Dew. <laughs> All right, should we rate the episode first or just. Yes. Let's do end? it,
0: yeah. Okay. Please. Let
2: me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Same. Same. Here come the scores. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Emma just a whisper too low at 90. Nick just a whisper dry at 91.5. Julie with the perfect score, 91.
1: Yes. (laughs) Bringing decimal points into it, Nicholas. I couldn't,
0: I just couldn't decide. That's the most
1: agreement we've had in a long time. Yeah.
0: Seriously.
2: Usually one of you goes off the rails, but today, (laughs) good job.
1: ultimate RuPaul's Drag Race quiz. Drag Race quizzes, I'm so scared. (laughs) Went past all the ones with easy answers that I knew. I was like, "Mm -mm, we got to challenge these folks that they're going to be Drag Race podcasters. So let's see what we got. So we're going one question per season. Okay. Each question is a list of five things that happened. One of those things did not happen in that season. So we're going in chronological order. Season one. Did you make... Did I make this? No, Entertainment Weekly did. So thank you, Entertainment Weekly. All right, so we're going to start in season one. Which of these things did not happen on season one? So we've got Nina Flowers wins Miss Congeniality. That
2: happened. Tammy
1: Brown is sent home after refusing to learn the lip sync song.
0: She didn't refuse to learn it. She refused to perform it and then was forced to perform it later, right? Okay, continue.
1: Jade calls Rebecca Glasscock the fakest bitch I've ever known. Angina is the first queen to say hi on the show. That's true. correct. And Rebe- uh, Victoria Porkchop Parker writes the first ever lipstick mirror message. Which of those I things don't think did, they did not happen?
0: I don't think they did the lipstick mirror the first season, did they?
2: I have no idea. Emma's got a Cheshire cat face on the...
0: Okay, so Tammy... Dina refused to learn it. She refused to perform it, right? And then they forced her to.
2: I don't know when. The, uh, I think the lipstick messages started later, also, but I could be totally wrong.
0: Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, lipstick.
1: Final answer: lipstick.
2: Yes. Yes. You are
1: correct. Yeah. Not happen in season one because lipstick messages did not start until the next season. Excellent job. All right, moving on. Season two. <laughs> one of these five things did not happen. One, Pandora Box becomes the first queen to win both Snatch Game and Miss Congeniality. The queens compete in a Fear Factor-style eating challenge. Jessica Wilde is the first person to play RuPaul in Snatch Game. Tyra Sanchez beats Raven in the final lip sync. And Shangela writes the show's first lipstick mirror message.
0: What was the... uh, Number two is the Fear Factor one. What was the first clue?
1: First clue was Pandora box becomes the first queen to win both snatch game and Miss Congeniality.
0: She didn't win snatch game. Did Tatiana win snatch game?
2: You are right. During Britney Spears, a baby on your lap. So number one. Oh my God. Number one.
1: You are correct. Good job. While Pandora took home the title of Miss Congeniality, Tatiana channeled her inner Derek Berry in a cooler Britney Spears impersonation that snatched her the game's win. (laughs) Good Woo! job. Two for two. Well done, Emma, too. It.
2: A baby in her lap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. In season three, which of these did not happen? India Farah and Phoenix enter the workroom in nearly identical outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis Mateo and Yada Sofia are both saved in the show's first double chante. Mariah Paris Balenciaga is eliminated after playing Joan Crawford in Snatch Game. That Stacey happened. Lane Matthews wins Snatch Game as Monique. And Yara Sofia and Carmen Carrera lip sync in the song Mickey in Spanish.
2: That's true. So that happened. Mickey's so for sure.
0: Mickey's for sure. So it's either Yara Sophia, the double save. Yes.
2: Or Stacey Lane or, Matthews.
0: Yeah. I did see who won. I don't think Stacey Lane Matthews won. Did she? Her Monique was really good. It was the Monique it was really Precious. Good. I feel like the first double save wasn't until season five. Okay. So I'm going to say Stacey
2: Leigh-Matthews. I'm old. I'm going with you.
1: You're going to say the Stacey Leigh-Matthews? When that's the, the one that did Amos not happen. Did not happen? That did happen, unfortunately.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Was oh, it the double save?
1: Yeah. Damn it! Damn it! So went wig to wig against one I'm another, sorry. but it was during I'm Yara's sorry. earlier lip sync against Carmen when both queens were saved in the first non-elimination of the series. Oh. All right. Season four. Which of these things okay. did not happen? Shangela pops out of a box in the season premiere. Kenya, Michael, Kenya Michaels returns and gets eliminated in the same episode. Willem wins the main challenge and is disqualified in the same episode. Shara Needles and Fifi O'Hara lip sync against each other, dressed as a devil and an angel. And Alaska makes her first appearance on the show.
2: Alaska's there at it's the finale. Shangela. She's not on the it's show. Angela. She's in the audience.
1: Which of these things Wait, did, did not it- happen?
0: Shangela popped out of the box in season three.
2: She comes out one more time. Does she? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Sorry, what were they again? Shangela popping out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Willem winning a challenge and then being. Kenya did get, came back and eliminated the same day. I think that is true. Willem won the challenge. I think that was the boat with him all over it and then he vomits and dies or leaves. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> he vomits and dies. Yeah, that's 100% what happened.
1: Is disqualified. <laughs> I
2: think this you're right. I think one. they bring out a box in season four and Shangela isn't in there and they're like, if it's fucking Shangela, mm-hmm. I'm leaving. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. It was, the it was the pairings. Willem won with Latrice. Willem and Latrice won that challenge.
1: So what does that mean for you in terms of your answer to this question?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Okay, what is, I, think it's, I think it's Shangela. Let's just go for it.
1: I also thought it was Angela. Apparently, that's not right. Um, Damn it! It was the Alaska makes her first appearance on the show. Drag Race fans were first introduced to Alaska way back in season one when her audition tape was Oh, three-
2: that's <laughs> bullshit Damn and it. true. I know. Because I don't remember Shangela coming out of the box
1: in season four. I do. Damn it. You were right. <laughs> I've been right and wrong every time. <laughs> <laughs> So which of these did not happen on season five?
0: All right.
1: Jinx Monsoon breaks up the Alaska Tox click by out-lip-syncing Detox. Correct. Ivy Winters wins Miss Congeniality.
2: Happened? Yes.
1: Detox's vet in the makeover challenge claims to have killed Judy Garland.
2: He might have, but is that his or <laughs> someone else's? Anyway, go ahead.
1: Alaska and Lanaysha Sparks become drag mothers to Lil' Pound Cake. And Alyssa Correct. Edwards is the last contestant to be granted immunity. Oh,
0: my God. The fucking
1: immunity thing.
2: (laughs) I could be wrong. I feel like it was Jinx's vet who said he killed Judy Garland, not Detox's vet. Interesting. But Alyssa being the last one to get immunity. It's between those two. Emma and her face.
0: I know her fucking face. It's just like (laughs) exhausting.
2: You can't see it. She's like a little pan again, ready to sneeze with a little smile. (laughs) I think it's the vet, but I could be wrong.
1: Let's say yeah, that 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 is correct. Yes. <laughs> An elderly vet named Dave, who was made over by Jinx Monsoon, left. Yes. Double points, <laughs> double points. Double points. Double points. <laughs> by admitting he may not have been such a good friend of Dorothy. <laughs> I can feel that.
2: Double points. Double points.
1: <laughs> like, double points. All right. Which of these did not happen on season six? We've got Benda and Darian Lake lip-sync against each other twice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jocelyn Fox's bride in The Makeover Challenge runs off stage to vomit.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Courtney Act plays Fran Drescher in Snatch Game. Yes. Bianca Del Rio makes fun of a man who falls asleep during her comedy set. And Laganja Estranja May- becomes the first queen to death drop while exiting the stage on Elimination.
2: She be, she's the first queen to, shot, to chasse, chasse away, hey. even though she yeah, says Sachet, that's that's which is one. not what she's doing. That's she's doing one. a motherfucking chasse. Triple motherfucking <laughs> points. Yeah. It, it is, is that one.
1: Ding, ding, ding! You are correct. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Is cruising right along. Season Ugh. seven. Katya wins the Despie award for medius tuck.
2: True. Yes.
1: Moby shows up for a mini challenge. Is
2: yes. that season seven? Oh. Okay. I know Pearl. Bobby shows up, but I don't know if it's season seven. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: Pearl is responsible for sending Trixie home and for bringing her back. Yes. Kennedy Davenport Hold and Ginger on. Hold on. Yeah. She's not
2: for bringing her back because they win yeah, the twins they were... challenge? Yes. That makes That's her correct. responsible? She didn't judge it. <laughs> oh, my God. Calm down.
1: <laughs> Julie's prepared for all the angles. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy, Davenport, and Ginger Minge both declared winners in the first Snatch Game tie.
2: Yes, Little Richard and Adele. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. And Katya and Max bond over both being sober.
2: Katya and Miss Fame talk about being sober. I think Max is sober also, but I don't know that that's brought up on the show. Did Ginger tie for Adele, or did Kennedy win by herself?
0: They tied. Right?
2: And then Moby, random. I don't know if Moby was this season. That's what I'm saying. I don't I'm think
0: saying. Moby was this season. I don't know.
2: Nobody cares who he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Moby was this season. I'm going to say that. I
2: feel like that's the one. I'm not ready to give up yet. Um, <laughs> okay. I keep, that's not like giving up. What was the last one?
1: The last Katya
2: one. Katya and Max
1: bond over both being sober
2: no it's katya and fame she goes to fame fame's the only other sober person in the room it's katya and fame final yes emma's face panda final <laughs> answer
1: wait wait we are julia's <laughs> katya and the chicken obsessed miss fame shared a tender moment of sisterly support when they opened up to one another about their struggles with addiction
2: <laughs> I love addicts. Of course I know that. <laughs> Nick trying to bring me down. Can you guys feel that? He's like trying to bring How? me down.
1: He was like, final
2: answer. Movie wasn't there. Oh, like, please.
1: All right. Which one of these did not happen in season eight? RuPaul announces Derek Berry is the 100th queen to compete on the show. Yes. Yep. Every past winner makes an appearance in the season premiere except Bianca Del Rio. Yes. Correct. Chi Chi Devane plays Maya Angelou in Snatch Game. There is a runway inspired by Detox's season five finale look.
2: Latex or or season five finale. Yeah, black and white. Or the the gray.
1: And And Robbie Turner lip syncs wearing roller skates and flies off the stage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he does all those things. He doesn't fly off the
2: stage. He breaks a light. He flies
0: off the stage. No, he flies off the stage and lands on the inflatable shit that's protecting them. He flies off and he lands like this. A hundred percent, Julie. A hundred percent.
2: Then what's the answer? So what? What was it? What was? It's three? not one or two. No, what was three? three
1: was Chi Chi Devane plays Maya Angelou in Snatch Game?
2: Or is this when she's Maya or when she's Eartha Kitt?
0: She plays Maya Angelou. Well, when she, she actually was in plays All Stars.
2: She plays all. Yeah, Maya Angelou when she was in All Stars. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh. No, I think she does play Maya Angelou because she spells it wrong. In All Stars. No, I think she's Eartha Kitt in 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 All Stars. What's number four? Oh. Number
1: four is there is a runway inspired by Detox's season five finale look.
2: Her finale look was when she was all silver from head to toe. Yes. Monochromatic. Yeah. Was there yes. a challenge like that? on? Scene? Yes.
0: Thorgy Thor and Chi Chi Devane um, lip synced to it. Remember? They were all gray. Yeah. Julie.
2: <laughs> Julie, it's, it's, it's snatch game.
1: It was when the Chi Chi's necklace broke.
2: Yes. Yes, and I am telling you, I'm not going, but they weren't both gray. She had white gray. face on. They were gray. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. So you think the answer is Snatch Game?
0: Yes, she was Eartha Kitt this season. She was my Angelou in All Stars. I promise you, Julie. I promise. Final answer? Final answer? Nick's
1: right.
2: <laughs> oh! <laughs> Let's just remember I'm the one that said it first. Like I said, <laughs> what the different answers were. <laughs> oh, that's but. true.
1: Which of these did not happen in season nine? Alexis Michelle wins Snatch Game as Liza Minnelli. Liza with a Z. Liza Minnelli. Liza with a Z. Liza. Liza. Okay. Did she? I think she did, right? I
0: don't know.
1: Okay. Peppermint is declared the lip sync assassin of the season.
2: Oh, my God. Because she fucking kills it on Madonna. I don't know if anyone declared her. (laughs) Was there a, a sash and a... It's Party? kind of like
1: when Pearl uh, saved Trixie.
2: <laughs> Which is not true.
1: Uh, Trinity Taylor is never referred to as Trinity the Tuck.
2: That's... Lies.
0: She's never referred to as Trinity in the Tuck. In season nine.
1: Taylor.
2: She comes back at All Stars okay. and has renamed okay. herself Trinity the right, Tuck. That's right,
0: that's right, that's right.
1: Okay, really, really. Nina Bonina Brown is upset to not be cast as Black China in Kardashian's yes. musical. Rusical. <laughs> And yes. Sasha Valour beats Shea Coulee in the final lip sync for The Crown. It wasn't the final one. That's the lie.
2: <laughs> she beats it was Peppermint. The
1: semifinals.
2: It's yeah. not right, but it's okay. But it's okay. I'm going I'm to win it this anyway.
1: anyway. You are too final correct. <laughs> Beautifully done. All right. Which of these did not happen on season ten? Christina Aguilera enters the workroom pretending to be a queen in the competition.
2: Oh, that's Lady Gaga. Lies! It's Lies! Lady Gaga. <laughs> Boo! Good won try. Immediately
1: Emma. we won it. What are we morons? No, come on. It's <laughs> yeah. Weekly. That's final answer. <laughs> final answer. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. Let's give uh, let's give, let's give season eleven a try. <laughs> Soju is the first queen eliminated.
2: And her (laughs) cyst.
1: Ginger Minge plays Donald Trump in Trump the Rusical. Yes. Mm. No one is eliminated after Snatch Game.
0: Correct. That is correct because it was Evie Oddly and Brooklyn Heights. Yes. Correct.
1: Akiria Davenport writes a rap verse that that includes the line, where is the body for RuPaul's Queens Everywhere.
0: Where is the body? I feel like that's
1: correct, yeah. And Evie Adley is the first queen to win the crown without winning any maxi challenges.
2: She had to have won one only because Bob and Monet were fighting about whether or not you could win the crown without winning a maxi challenge. And Bob's like, you think it could be done even though it's never been done? Mm. Boom. So then what's the right answer?
0: Number five. Mm-hmm. Number five is the right answer. Yes. Okay.
1: Yep. Number Woo! five is the right answer. It may have been a tied win with Scarlet Envy, but Evie entered the finale with one victory under her belt after showing her acting chops in a get-out parody and making a roar fit for a Leo in a zodiac-inspired runway.
2: Nice,
0: Julie. We are fucking.
2: (laughs) We only missed. We are, but I confused myself on that last one. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, season twelve. Fresh Mayhem Miller shows up to impersonate Kanye West in the season premiere. Yes. Dahlia Sin has a cameo in each filmed episode following her elimination. Each?
2: I think so. I think the broccoli shows up every time.
1: Vanji returns to give the queen's advice for the Snatch Game.
2: Correct. Was it
0: for the Snatch Game?
1: Dahlia, or, uh, Jackie Cox, Jan, and Britta all leave without winning a main challenge. And Widow Von Dew plays both Tina Turner and Ike Turner in Snatch Game.
0: Yeah, she does, that's true. She does play both. Britta never won, right? Jan never won. Did Jackie never win?
2: Sounds about, I, we know Jan didn't win, and we know Britta didn't. We
0: know, J, we know Jan didn't win.
2: I feel like Jackie might have won something, but then I don't know what the answer is.
0: What, she, what would she have won? No, it's either that or the broccoli.
2: Every filmed episode, that sounds sketchy. Like, was the reunion filmed?
0: <laughs> okay, so, so it's broccoli. It's broccoli then.
2: It's the gotta be the,
0: it's the broccoli! <laughs> Julie, it's the broccoli.
2: Or is it the Jan. I'm trying to read Emma's face. Jan now. never won. Jan never won. No, but Jackie might have. Jackie never won. Go you pick. Broccoli.
1: Broccoli final answer. Broccoli is correct. Woo! <laughs> oh. the gag of the oh, season awesome. found a broccoli costume dahlia returning over oh. and over, ultimately appearing in five out of nine episodes for oh. her elimination in the reunion special. <laughs> Beautifully done, guys. <laughs> that My was a brain, brain hurts. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You look like a Linda Evangelista. You're a you're model. You're a
2: model. <laughs> um, what are we gonna watch for this week? Anything for the team watch? I mean, obviously we have the reunion, but that won't be that much fun to talk about. But
1: no. I'm going to catch up on the Challenge All-Stars because I do like watching those old people doggy paddle around cold water. Drown. <laughs> I need a lifeguard. I need a lifeguard. Man, the lifeguard's got a good workout.
2: What are other funny movies that you guys haven't seen? <laughs> that we can make you watch. Or I can watch. I mean, we could try Ocean's Eight if we want to continue the ladies who do stuff things. Yeah. I probably not no. going to be
1: as funny as this one, but... It will have. Will will it have Andy Garcia? Because I've liked that being a th- trend. <laughs> and I know he was in the Boys Ocean.
2: Oh, was he? At I haven't seen any of those one. movies.
1: Yeah, Ocean's Eleven was that the first one. He's a uh, he's the mob, Julia Roberts's like, mobster boyfriend that they steal from. He's such a good villain.
2: Oh, he is such a good villain. What about breaking news in Yuba County? What's that? Allison Janney. Uh, stars in the ensemble, including Aquafina and Mila Kunis, love in a dark comic look at the culture of fame and tabloid media.
1: Yes, 100. percent I'm in.
2: I don't know where we can watch cool. it, but yeah,
1: yeah. It's an, I love I love those people, so I'm down to hang out with them.
2: Have you you've both seen Drop Dead Gorgeous, right? So oh yes, that. but
1: I'm always down to watch that again. It's one of my favorite I might, movies of all I time. might just throw
2: that down. Yeah, <laughs> yep. maybe we that that movie. Really. Uh, Other than I know the, what the no-bra-wearing-hairy-legged-women
1: livers would say about it. They'd say a pageant's <laughs> demeaning for the girls.
2: <laughs> Alaska. E-O-E-S-K-E. <laughs> they do use a couple words that have not aged well, but still really good. So we'll throw those out there. We'll see what we're up for. We got Nobody. We got John Wake. We got Breaking News in Yuba County. We got uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. With the Allison Janney and Ellen Barkin. So, uh, we want to thank everybody for listening this week to our ridiculous takes about everything in the planet. If you'd like to hear us talk about 30 Rock, we have a really funny podcast, I think, called Blurg. <laughs> B-L-R-E-G exclamation and point. I know. Uh, we have a website, thanks to Emma, also called takespod.com. We're at takespod on Instagram and Twitter. Emma and Nick, you want to say goodbye? Goodbye.